What is up, everybody, and welcome to How to Fall in Love with Not Your Soulmate, the show where we talk about the absolute worst stories from my dating life here in Minnesota. And welcome back to the second episode of How to Fall in Love with Not Your Soulmate, bi-weekly podcast. Oh yeah, by the way, just thought I'd let you drop that news right now. Uh, this is probably going to be a bi-weekly podcast at the moment. Um, I still have a lot of time to be putting in a whole lot of effort into it right now. I can only get a certain amount of time between school, work, trying to go out on more dates or find more dates for you guys so I have more stories. Even though I'm only going on dates with one particular person for the last few weeks. That's an interesting story. I got. I, I would have to tell you sometime about someone I'm currently going on dates with and, you know, interacting with on a pretty consistent basis. It's really funny, actually. Uh, I won't get into a whole lot of it right now, but if you guys want to hear it, it's really funny. It's kind of, it involves Supernatural, like the show, like Dean Winchester. Yeah, we all know about that. Um, and um, um, inner friend groups. So Dean Winchester, inner friend groups, drunk thoughts, and why you shouldn't kiss your friends. So yeah. Well, if you guys want to hear more about that, let me know. But um, let's see. what. Yeah. Oh, let's go over the first episode, the Jeep debacle. Oof. That was an interesting one, wasn't it? I don't think I'll ever have another like car buying experience ever like that again. And I hope I never have to experience that ever, ever, but from anyone. But, oh gosh, that was just, that was just awful. And, and you know, kind of going a little bit more on that, that person still has not talked to me for a while. Unfortunately, well, not, no, fortunately, fortunately. It's, it's just very interesting. He's still doing all that network marketing thing and all that. Doesn't want to talk to me. I'm waiting for the call back when he's like, ooh, are you single, Summer? And I'm like, no, 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 I, no, no. I may still be single at that time, but no, no. It'll just be fun to say no to someone for once. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the first episode went really good. I am honestly shocked and a little surprised about how, uh, how, well received that was by uh friends family clients potential well dates some of the a couple i think a few of the dudes who i have went on dates with have listened to it a, a once or twice which is very interesting and it was actually funny when i posted that uh my th um a poll on facebook about whether i should do a podcast or not about my dating stories uh someone who actually went on a date with like back in march uh commented on that and it was like uh-oh and <laughs> it was very interesting because he's actually a really good guy and um we, we were bouldering in taylor's falls but he's like uh-oh i'm like no 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 bro you're okay you're okay like you're you're a great one you're a good one he's like oh thank god he actually has a girlfriend now like i'm super happy for him it just didn't work out between us. Um, just wasn't wasn't very interesting. And honestly, the story behind like how me and him like how that date went is not even like fascinating or like terrible at all. Like it's a, it was an actual genuine nice date. We just didn't click really at all. And at least for me, he was just like a smidge bit too short. I'm five six. In case you didn't know, we're gonna go a little bit more about me again here. But no, I'm 5'6". This dude was like, he had to be like 5'10", maybe 5'10 and a half, something like that. Uh, we went bouldering in Taylor's Falls. Uh, it was nice, but he was just too short for me. It was not a good time. But I just like tall dudes. Like, 5'11 is what my cutoff. Like, I enjoy a good heel every now and again. And when I... But it's like minimum like four inches, maybe like up to six inches. So I'm not really turned on by the fact of being taller than a dude. Oh, that reminds me of a, um, another story of me being taller than, than another dude. Oh, 
and that, that one's a short enough story where I can kind of give you a little bit more about it. Um, this is a person who I met like on Tinder a long time ago. We matched on and off. I actually ended up matching with his roommate too. Um, like imagine Johnny Depp, like native Johnny Depp, uh, like bracelets all with like a short haircut, like a, a like a douchebag pompadour haircut yeah and like really bad bleach job that he must have did himself from what i saw bracelets and everything he was yeah he had all the accessories he's like johnny depp for sure um so on his profile said he was five six like i'm five six i didn't realize that until after i matched with him and i actually took a look at his profile and i was like eeeh and so I just thought, well, why not? I'll just give him a chance. Uh, like, expand and broaden my horizons. I don't care. Anyways, he invites me over to his place. I meet him at his place. Um, he, I walk in. This dude does not have shoes on. He was 5'4". Like, let that sink in a little bit. I'm 5'6". He was 5'4", two inches shorter than me. I had to look down at this dude, and I was wearing flat shoes at the time because I knew he was short, so I was, like, hoping to at least be on his height. No, this dude lied about his height. Oh, it was so unfortunate. I looked down at him, and I'm like, oh, no. I was like, why are you looking like Johnny Depp, but, like, wee man? Like, a wee man version of Johnny Depp. Yeah, that's the, be that's the best way I can think of it. End up getting ice cream. It was very sad. Uh, then he, we went back to his place, watched movies. Uh, he kept talking during the movies, and it was very upsetting because I just wanted to watch a stupid movie. Like we were watching Aladdin, like the new one, not even the old one. So I was already, I was already expecting it to be shit. And he kept talking during the movie, and he kept changing in between the movies because he couldn't settle on one. And I'm like, bro, settle on a goddamn movie and quit talking. Like, shit. Then he wanted to cuddle, and that was, like, really awkward, because obviously I wasn't into it, because he's, like, 5'4". Uh, and then, here's the worst part. I was, like, because he was Native American and Italian. I was, like, okay, yeah, I'll expand my horizons, go on a date with a Native man for once in my life. And, um, this, yeah, this was that experience. And he was 5'4". I looked at a side profile, and... While like the lights were kind of low, and he looked like all of my cousins combined. Like it was so unfortunate. The side profile, every he looked like so many of my cousins. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, he looked like my cousin Charles, like from the side, and I was like, oh god, like I can't get over that. And Charles is like my bro. Uh, yeah, no, he looked like Charles from the side. And I was like, oh, oh, no. Like, I could not unsee that. <sighs> Never talked to that dude again. Um, sometimes he'll text me every once in a while. He actually ended up uh, matching with my cousin Haley at, uh, not too long after that. And I was like, Haley, don't do it. He's 5'4". He's not 5'6". He's 5'4". She's like, oh, that's sad. I was like, it is. And then he looks like Charles on the side profile. And she's like, no. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the story of uh, the time I kind of went on a really crappy date with a dude who looked like wee man Johnny Depp. <sighs> nope. Never again. Never again. Never will again will I go on a date with a guy who is under 5'11". 5'11", cut off. 5'11 and above, you're good. Um, but yeah, let's go into a little bit more about me again here. Um... Youngest of five, I am uh, the baby of the family, so that means I'm a stuck-up little bitch. <laughs> it's true, though. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I am dad's, dad's. Uh, how do I, how do I say this with not being inappropriate? Well, I'm already inappropriate, but like without ruining it in my head with other things. Uh, no, we'll not get into that. <laughs> um, oh gosh. Um. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm dad's angel. Uh, 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 yeah, my dad calls me angel because I am an angel. Angel number one, in fact. Well, my sister is angel number two because I will always be angel number one in my dad's heart. Um, 
so spoiled spoiled rotten spoiled to the core and uh i will always be that way and that's fine that's okay and i have three brothers and a sister uh i know a couple of them listen to listen to the podcast um what else? Uh, my mom, my dad, uh, my parents, they're divorced. I'm the only product of my parents. Uh, my oldest brother, my oldest sister, my only sister, we share the same mother, different dads. Uh, my two brother, my other two brothers, different mom, same dad. Oh, another experience I had that was very interesting. I went bowling uh, yesterday with um, my cousin's justice well, with my brother Justice, my cousin Haley, and uh, this dude I'm seeing, and his friend, and this dude that she brought. Her name, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, so that's yeah. Uh, so we went and we took pictures. We went bowling, and I don't know where the heck I'm going with the story. I'm losing my train of thought. It's kind of late at night, and I want to go to bed. Um, <laughs> but all of my family looks like very similar. Like, we all have these very specific, bold, like, bushy eyebrows. And the other day, uh, my brother came in to get his eyebrows done. They look fantastic, by the way, Justice. I hope you know. They look fantastic. He got his eyebrows done. Um, but we all look similar. It's very terrible. And we all act the same. And we all laugh the same. That's the weirdest part. Like, if you get all, like, my cousin Haley and my brother Justice all in a room, we all laugh. It is ridiculous and super annoying, I'm sure, for everyone else, but we don't give a crap because we will sit there and we will laugh and die for 10 minutes and laugh about nothing. And everyone's looking at us like, why the heck are they still laughing? So then they'll chuckle a little bit, but like, <laughs> and then me and Haley and Justice are still dying, crying, laughing on the floor. And they're like, okay, guys, you need to calm the hell down. And we're like, no, it's so funny. So me and my family are very similar. I'm very close to my family, actually, for the most part, except for um, my one estranged brother who uh, he doesn't like us. Uh, to be, I mean, to be fair, we're different. We're an interesting bunch of people. Um, we're at least I'm very toxic, as you heard in that last uh, that last episode i'm definitely a little bit of a toxic person and i have toxic tendencies um but i was actually uh um a name i was considering for the podcast one of my cousins actually told me he's like you know what you should do he's like call it toxic talks with summer i was like that's actually sound really good but then I have uh, eventually settled on how to fall in love with not your soulmate. Um, because that is what I would, uh, uh, my cousin Haley and my brother Justice was a name that we came up for a series of books that we are, would like to write about our terrible dating stories. So all three of us, like, uh, so all three of us kind of got out of really long-term relationships and serious ones at that around the same time. So we've all been kind of going through the, the stages of grief. Um, I'd say we're all pretty good now. It's been, uh, it's been about three years for me, like I said, since my last serious relationship. Uh, I think my brother, it's been almost a little over a year now. And... Haley, I can't even remember. Uh, oh, probably about as long as uh, maybe two years, maybe two years now, but almost as long as I am. So we're all kind of going through the same thing. We all move at different paces. Um, so we went through a host stage this past year. So uh, I, I think some of us are still in our host host stages. I think I still am a little bit in my host stage. But it was something I had to kind of come uh, come to terms with the other day. Um, cause like I said, I've been kind of seeing someone consistently for about two weeks. That's a long time in my books. Don't judge me. Uh, and I was like thinking, like, do I have commitment issues? <laughs> cause like, oh, cause I thought about uh, like me being up in my head all the time. I was just thinking, oh, well, uh. Like, could I get a relationship with this person? Like, because I obviously don't want to waste my time or this person's time. And I'm like, I don't think I could be in a relationship with anyone. I was like, oh, crap. Oh, shit. Um, I have commitment issues. 
And recently, I also realized I have daddy issues because of TikTok. Not because of TikTok. I already have daddy issues. I knew that. But, like, TikTok made me realize uh, how bad my daddy issues are. And it, I feel very, I felt very attacked, too. Because it was a TikTok of how, like, oh, if your girl is attracted to any of these men, she has daddy issues. And it was, like, Damon Salvatore, Henry Cavill. I think it was Kylo Ren was in there, too. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, just mouth-watering. I was like, like, give me Henry Cavill. Oh, like, oh, that man could snap me in half if he wanted to, and I wouldn't care. <laughs> but I'd also, like, crush his head like a watermelon, too. Anyways, um, kinky. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, I would, I would worship Henry Cavill so, so much. He's like my dream man. Uh, yeah, we talked about that last time. But how Henry Cavill is my 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 soulmate. Um, but yeah, let's see. I can't think of really anything that's like super new because, like I said, I've been kind of nurturing a a so, someone. I've been nurturing uh uh seeing someone uh for the last two weeks consistently. But um, find out next week how I fuck this one up because he's actually a really nice dude. But yeah, I'll probably fuck it up by next week. So we'll probably get into that story next week. <laughs> um, no, I think that's pretty much all about recap of last week's episode. It went really good. Uh, let me know if you guys want to hear certain things or hear me talk about certain things. I know a lot of you know my stories already. If there's a specific story that you guys want to hear, let me know. But maybe we should get in. Yeah, let's get into the let's get into the story of uh, episode two. Um, this is going to be quite the doozy. All right. So to preface this, um, this uh, happened about a couple years, eh, about a year after I got out of a relationship. Um, this the name of the dude today. His, well, his fake name is going to be Josh. So I met Josh on a dating app i can't remember which dating app it was it was probably tinder um but i met josh about um about close to a year after no not not um not even a year probably six months after my relationship ended for the final time and he seemed like a really nice dude blonde hair blue eyed very nerdy from what i could tell from his photos but very buff so i was like ooh, like is this my dream man, a nerd, but who's, like, hot and muscular? Because I have a thing for men with muscles and abs. Like, I really like it. Like, we all know I like Henry Cavill. Um, there's just something about it that gets me going. I think there's, I think that's for most women anyways. Um, but Josh was a little bit on the shorter side. Uh, I believe he was 5'11", 5'10". I can't remember for sure, but I remember I was, like, kind of close to eye level. So I met him on Tinder. We were talking for a little bit, having a, a good time. And I was very interested. We were both very interested into seeing, like, going on a date. Um, so we proceeded to go on a date. And we went to my favorite bar, uh, which was Up Down in Uptown. That arcade bar in Uptown, Minneapolis. Uh, that one's amazing. I love that. I miss it. Miss you guys. Uh I I I was part of the killer uh, KQ or killer killer queen league uh, right before COVID. But anyways, so normally I'd go there like Tuesday, no Wednesdays for killer queen night uh, for the league night and just start playing with all my bro uh, all my bros there. So I knew a lot of people at Up Down. I know like eighty percent of the people that work there. I actually matched with the dude from Tinder who uh, worked there. Uh, nothing it never went anywhere. He didn't even say hi when I was there. <laughs> but anyway, so we decide to, that our first date, my me and Josh's first date is going to be at Updown. Um, I think it was a Saturday night, Friday or Saturday night. We went out, had a good time. Uh, Josh was kind of, he, he worked more the night shift at a, at, uh, and 
so it was kind of later in, later in the evening than I would normally like. But we go, we meet at Uptown. I meet him. He's like a really nice guy. He's wearing a nice dress shirt, clearly shopped at the buckle. <laughs> Very clearly a douchebag. Had a really nice haircut, blue eyes, blonde hair. My t- my my old type for sure. And he's definitely built like a Dorito chip. Uh, like wide shoulders, tiny waist. It was really nice. I think he skipped leg day, leg day though, because he's kind of he's kind of a little, little, little small on the leg side. And so we go on this date, me and Josh, and we we're hanging out, having fun. We're playing some games, and I'm a very submissive type of person i don't like to make decisions for myself i don't know where the heck i want to eat that's most women but i just don't like to make decisions i want someone to take control and like dictate how things are gonna go i don't want that decision up to me because if i fuck it up then it's all gonna be on me it's all gonna be my hell my fucking fault so i trying to avoid that so i keep asking like oh what games do you want to play what do you want to do and he's like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this dude's a beta male. I was like, he's short and he's a beta male, but he's muscular and he's a beta male. I didn't get it. It was very confusing. But a couple of my friends showed up uh, to play Killer Queen. I showed him how to play it. He ended up having a really great time. Uh, I wasn't having the best of time. And it was just, oh. My thankfully, my buddy Dan, uh, who looks like Freddie Mercury, had uh, yeah, like Freddie Mercury Jr. Pretty much, end up saving the day and end up trying to like get him out of the shell. And this is kind of an important part to the story. So I ended up while we were playing games, he asked me what my favorite game was, and at the time. Uh, my favorite game, second favorite game besides Killer Queen, because that's like a 5v5. Um, my like kind of one-on-one game that I really like to play is Galaga. That is like awesome. Love that game. Uh, ex- decent at it. I remember playing, remember playing it when I was younger. So he challenged me to a game of Galaga. I ended up destroying him, and I beat him at pretty much every single game at Updown that we played, Battletoads, everything. Yeah, he was not... Did not look good for his ego. Definitely a beta male, for sure. He did not like the fact that I was winning, and it, the this kind of continues throughout the uh, entire interaction with him. So I decided, like, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't necessarily that great of a date because he's very shy very quiet very nervous i could tell um but an overall kind of nice like a nice genuine guy for the most part so i decide after the second day he's like i said he's still a nice guy through the day and at that time i was probably just looking for something either to bang to get back at my ex or both um so i decided to go on a second date with him uh, so I proceed to go to a second date with him, and the second date actually really goes well. I, thinking about it now, I can't really think of anything super memorable. And I just realized I gotta add another name to my list. Crap. <laughs> so I have a list of names. Uh, I feel like everyone has this. Um... And I have it categorized like with eggplant emojis and water emojis for the corresponding things. And I just realized, yeah, so the second date goes really well for uh, for certain reasons. I think we were at my place. Oh, I think we had, I can't remember whose place we were at. Maybe his. But anyways, so like the sexons going down on the second date and it was really good. So I was like, holy crap, like he really redeemed himself on that second date. And now I realize I got to add another name to my list. Fuck. (laughs) I was doing so good. I thought I remembered everyone, but I guess I I forgot one. I forgot. Yeah, that's what I forgot. Shit. (laughs) Uh, So anyways, other than that sad, depressing note, um, so the second date goes really well. Like I said, I think at this time it, I was fresh, I was hot, fresh, hot to trot, fresh off a uh, six-year relationship, 
just trying to get my whole phase in there. And that's what you do on the second date, I guess. It, 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 like I said, it was a good time. The second date really redeemed him for for that reason. Um, and we're still talking, uh, you know, having a good time getting to know each other. And so I decided to go on a third date. Now, this is where things get very interesting. Because we weren't exclusive at this time by any means, or we haven't even talked about exclusivity. He may have, like, hinted at a few times. I hardly knew this dude. I think I maybe went, uh, like, maybe had known him for three weeks at this point. But he's definitely looking for a relationship. I thought I was looking for a relationship at the time. That was so not true, clearly, by me slobbing on his knob on the second day. <laughs> um... Sorry, children. Anyways, this is okay. Again, may I remind you, this is an 18 plus podcast. There's no reason for you to be on here if you're not 18 plus or you're not comfortable with this. Be Just get off. Just get get out of here. If if you're not okay with me getting in the nitty gritty of the pot uh, of like my stories, then get out of here. You're not supposed to be here. So, third date, we decided to go. I had not been to Top Golf. I don't know if any of you ever know what a Top Golf Top Golf is or have ever been to one, but Top Golf is uh, basically like a driving range with specific games that you can play, things like that. Now, specifically here, uh, the game that we're uh, no, okay, we'll back up, back up, back up. Before I get into that, so explain what Top Golf is. Um, a little, a little background here. Um, I have a very successful golfing family. I realized with the last few days that my family is a very unique family in the in the sense that we have very interesting, wide variety of hobbies. Our fa uh, my father did a very good job of making sure that we tried a lot of things as young kids and and tried to develop interest in us early. But we definitely do have a lot of hobbies, a lot of interests, not, not everyone has, but I grew up in a very big golfing family. So my family is very big into golf. Um, and we're all actually really good at golf, which is very interesting. Uh, my brother, Tyler, uh, junior PGA tour champion, kind of, he, he's, he could have gone pro, but then network marketing and Amway took him over. <laughs> then, then, yeah, that went down the shitter. But anyways, he could have been a really great golfer. Uh, that that's what he was going to do with his life. He would have been a really great at it. Um, but unfortunately, he didn't. But anyways, then my brother Justice is also a really great golfer as well. My dad is a a good good golfer. I mean, back when I was when like I used to be out on a golf course with him. He was kind of, he was decent, but now he's, he's actually really good. He's gotten really great in his game. And then my brother, Matthew, my oldest brother, he's a really good golfer too. He plays in a league, uh, like a small town league and things like that, but really good golfer. And then me, I absolutely hate golf, but here's the thing, uh, being on the golf course with my, with my parents, uh, for part, a lot of my life, um, I, figured oh well, at least my dad figured out that I was actually really great at golf just like my brother Tyler my brother Justice and my brother Matthew I was actually really great at golf my sister did, Helene didn't play play golf at all but I they ended up finding out I was really good at golf and then some of other people found out I was good at golf like coaches at uh our school and were like you should join golf and I'm like no I'm a emotionally unstable theater kid so but I could have joined a golf team I could have I I'm I'm a go I'm a good golfer. I'm still a good golfer to this day, or I'm a decent golfer. I won't say good. I'm a decent golfer. So golfing family. So now we'll flash forward about like 10, 15 years. Uh, we decided to go to Top Golf. Now here at to uh, the the game we were playing at Top Golf specifically, the higher the score, the better. It's like the opposite rules of golf here. So the better, the higher the score, the better that you're doing. And here was 
the interesting part. I had never been to Top Golf at this point. Uh, I just remember one of my friends at work saying how they'd love to go, and I was like, you know what? Uh, I was like, oh, like how about I go like there on a on a like on a date, like with 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 Josh with Josh at the time. Like, why don't we go like like third date? Because for me at the time, because he was talking uh, definitely exclusivity at this point. I thought third date was like, you know, like, okay, like I'll take him. I'll, this is my test. I'll take him on a really nice, like he'll take me on a really nice date and we'll go from there and see if it's something that I actually want. And so it was a test. It was a test. Um, so we decided to go to Top Golf. He makes a reservation uh, for late at night. I couldn't get off work early. So it was super late at night. He worked the night shift at, like for, like a later shift or a second shift or something like that. So we end up having to be there for, we end up being there like at 10, 10 PM and until midnight till they closed uh, on a Tuesday. <laughs> cause it was half dollar Tuesdays. Cause like, why not? I didn't know that at the time, but yeah, so it's half dollar Tuesday at top golf. Um, so we're playing, uh, we, we, we get there. Oh, so before that I drive from my place in the Northern suburbs of, of Minneapolis, St. Paul to, I think it's in Brooklyn park. Um, yeah, to Brooklyn. I think it's Brooklyn park, but what, what we, I ended up finding out. So Josh actually lived like five minutes down the road from top golf. That's part of the reason why we chose it. So we're like, okay, you live five minutes. So I thought, you know, I will meet him at his place. We'll just drive from top golf. So I meet him at his place. He's driving. I can't remember if it was a Toyota or a Subaru, but it was like one of those like is basically like a Toyota slash Subaru version of a Fiat. This thing was small as hell, and luckily this dude was small, so he could like fit in it. But it was not impressive. It was unfortunate. But so he, so my car is at his place. We drive to Top Golf. Um, we end up playing a couple rounds. Uh, I'm winning all of these rounds of Top Golf. I'm I'm absolutely demolishing him. But we decide to get food and two rounds of drinks, and have like a good time. Like you know, like I said, I was like, okay, like this could this could be someone I'd be interested in dating if this goes really well. Because the second date went really well. Like maybe the third will go really well. So we decide to play one last round of top golf. So, like I said, highest number, um, highest number is the winner, basically. Opposite rules golf. So I proceed. We proceed to play. At the end of it, I have he has a score of thirty-two. Is what he finishes off with. I finish with a score of one. 32. I had a hundred points on this dude. Now, rem may I remind you, this was the opposite rules of golf. So the higher number wins. I beat this dude by a hundred points and Bixby shut up. Anyways, my phone's going off. Sorry. Um, shut up. Anyways, um, I'll have to cut that out, but, um, he decided to get upset the fact that I won. So I beat him 132 to 32. I take my last shot. I score. I look at him and I'm like, rut row. Trying to be all cute and shit like that. He looks back at me in, in all, seri all seriousness. Can you not be good at something for once in your life? Like, ouch. But then again, in my head, I was like, no. No, I cannot not be good at something for once in my life. Because your little beta male shit can't handle it. So this, he's like, you beat me at video games. You beat me at this. You beat me at that. Like, can you not be good at something for once in your life, Summer? Like, this dude was getting hella upset by the fact that I won at something. Like, I won at a couple things and he couldn't handle it. Ugh. Such beta male. But anyway, so it kind of hurt. It kind of hurt my feelings a little bit, but 
I move on from it. I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm at after that, I was like, okay, this dude is not, not it. Not at all. Like, if he's going to get upset about me beating him at, like, games, then this is not going to work out. So, the check comes, because we got to get the hell out of there now, because it's midnight. So, the check, the check comes. He pays for dinner. May I remind you, it's Half Dollar Tuesday. Um... At Top Golf, we get two rounds of drinks and food, and he takes he takes the bill, he pays for it, signs for it. We get up, I get to his car, he closes the door, proceeds to say, "Just give me fifty dollars, and we'll call it even." Like what the fuck? First, this dude gets upset by the fact that I beat him in video games and golf, and he just can't handle it. Oh, and another thing, he actually played more golf than I did more recently. So he's he was telling me about how he golfs about, like, uh, he golfs during the season uh, with some buddies. And I had not swung a golf club in 10 years at this point, and I beat this dude 132 to 32, and he said he's a pretty casual golfer. And then his ass has the audacity to be like, oh, just give me $50 and we'll call it even when I beat his ass in Top Golf. Like, no, no, this is not okay. Luckily, I had $50, so I end up giving it because in my head, this is what I thought. Most people give me a lot of guff for this, but I luckily had a 50 in my in my purse and I was like, if I can just give this dude $50 and not talk to me ever again, it's well worth it. But we proceed to drive back to his place because remember my car's at his place. And I'm like, okay, I'm not I'm not gonna talk to this dude. I'm not gonna nothing with this dude. Cause we never talked about going Dutch or anything like that. He just said, give me. Ugh. Is no. But this is the worst part of it all. He parks and proceeds to ask me, do you want to come upstairs? Like, why? Why? What made you think that after getting your ass whooped in Topgolf, complaining about how I'm just uh, how I'm too good at things apparently and then asking me for $50 when we never even talked about going Dutch in the first place that I would want to come upstairs and do nefarious activities with you not gonna happen so I made up some excuse and I was like okay well I'm gonna no I gotta I gotta like bring my dog in and, and so he's like oh okay and so I drive off and I'm like whoo never talking to that dude again and he's like, I'll talk to you later or something like that. I was like, eh, not going to happen. But this was around 4th of July a couple years ago. He was actually going on a camping trip that weekend. So I was like, perfect. Here we go. I can just not talk to him again after this. After He's going to be in the woods for like three days. He's not going to have self-service or anything like that. He's just going to go out, be in the woods, think about all the crap he's done. And then I will never have to talk to this dude again. Or so I thought. Well, so Monday morning rolls around. He's come. He he's back from his from his camping trip. Whatever. I'm at work. He calls me, leaves me a voicemail, and saying about how great of a time he had with me on our last date. And I was like, did you really have a good time? Anyways, leaves me a voicemail about how great it was and how he'd like to see me again. I'm like, no, not going to happen. Um, don't answer. Never text him back or anything like that. Then he proceeds to call me again later, later in the week, asking if we can hang out again. He texts me like, I don't know what I did wrong, Summer, but like, I don't understand like what happened, but I like, I'd still like to see you again. Didn't talk to him. Then a couple, then like a couple days later, he said, he's like, is there like, can you like stop ghosting me or whatever? And actually talk to me. And 
like i'm sorry that i said that like i asked you to not be good at something for some for that if you couldn't be good at something for once in your life like i'm so sorry about that i was like i don't give a shit like it's not gonna happen like basically begging me don't hear from him fourth of july rolls out rolls around about two weeks later um thinking i've like oh i got scoff-free i can't i will never talk to this man again in my life no i had him on snapchat at the time too so he clearly could see what was good like i was actually doing off doing stuff and just not talking to him um fourth of july rolls around i get a snapchat from him and like i hadn't talked to him in a couple days at this point like he hadn't talked to me in a couple days at this point i get a snapchat of him in like swim trunks it's like a mirror bear picture like him in swim trucks like looking beefy as fuck with another girl like around his like wrapped around him in a bikini like what made him think that that was like the like the right choice like that that that's plan a that's how i get her as i'm just gonna send her a picture of a half naked chick with blonde hair thinking that i'm gonna be like hey i want to hop on that but no he proceeds to text me after i look at the snapchat and just laugh my ass off because this girl like i okay i'm not here to judge or like be a mean ass to be an asshole to like other women like i really don't care but it was i'm a hairstylist by trade and this girl had four inches of roots and her her hair was blonde it wasn't even blonde it was it was orange it uh, was awful part of me wanted to text her and like text him to tell her to give me my like give her my number so i could fix her janked ass hair (laughs) because clearly it clearly looked like she did it herself um but he proceeds to text me after I look at the Snapchat saying, so I assume you got back with your ex. And I'm like, who the audacity? Like, what the? F- like, this dude thinks for some reason, like, the one reason I'm not going to talk to him anymore is him. Like, me getting back with my ex. Like, that's the one thing. Not the other terrible things he's, like, done. Like, making, like, going dutch on a date i didn't have a problem going dutch but if you would have if you would have talked to me about it beforehand i wouldn't have a problem going dutch but the whole give me 50 dollars and then proceeding to ask me if i want to come upstairs and then knowing that he uh that that he then he had the audacity to send me the snapchat because i asked him i was like who's that girl he's like oh someone i've been seeing for a while i was like oh so you're trying to tell me that you're too tight like 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 you were seeing this girl and me at the same time like so you're fucking her and you're fucking me at the same time like different days and shit like that no 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 this is not how this is gonna work so i proceed not to talk to him anymore anything like that i proceed to not hear from him because i was like no this is done calls me a couple more times leaves voicemail nothing like extravagant basically just begging to have me back and things like that like whatever now here is kind of where this where the story goes to an end. And this is probably the worst part of the entire story. I get a call from him maybe about a month or two later. Like it had to be like this had to happen in July. I think I had to get like I thought I think I got this call in September and he left a voicemail. Hi Summer, it's Josh from Tinder. I just want to say that I'm sorry if I ever did it. No, no, he didn't even say sorry. He didn't even say sorry. I No, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to beat around the bush about that. He didn't say sorry. He's like, hi, Summer. It's Josh from Tinder. I was like, yeah, like, I know who you fucking are. Like, we had sex. Of course, I know who you are. And you sent me that blonde ass hair Snapchat and then proceed to ask me, oh, are you back with your ex? Is that the only reason you're not talking to me? No, there's a bunch of other reasons why I'm not talking to you. But he's like, oh, hi, it's it's me from Tinder or whatever. And then he proceeded to ask me, say, Summer, I don't know where things went wrong, but I was just curious. I know that you like mud runs and stuff like that. And I accidentally bought an extra ticket. So now I have two tickets to the Rugged Maniac in September. And I'm curious if you want to go with me. 
I don't have many friends that are into the same things as I am, like the running and being nerdy and stuff like that. So I'm just wondering if you would like to go with me. Basically, so basically this dude was begging for my, like, for my friendship, whatever he wanted from me. He's basically begging it for me. And in my head, I was like, okay, so I, you haven't heard from me in about, a, like, almost two months at this point, And, like, I haven't heard from you. And all of a sudden that you're just coming out of the blue nowhere and saying that you accidentally bought two tickets to this certain event that I already told him I had uh, I had tickets to like a year in advance. No, this this is what I assume what happened is that he was with that blor that blonde ass hair. Realized it didn't work like like didn't work out for some reason or another, probably because he's a beta ass bitch. And can't handle being one-upped on anything. Can't being can't handle being not good at something. Uh, so this is what I assumed happened. They didn't work out. Something like that. He told her, like, they were like, oh, like, yeah, we'll go to this together. So he bought two tickets, probably. And then she broke up with his ass because of how much of a beta male he is. And then he's like, oh, shit. What am I going to do now with these two tickets that I have no, like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with. Hey, let me go text the girl, this girl who I haven't talked to in a long time, who I know likes this shit. And, and then just, I don't know where he thought to shoot his shot, but apparently he thought that was a good idea. Now here's the problem I have with that though. Like, what in his right mind would think that that would that that was a good idea? Like after basically telling me about how much of a bitch I am for ghosting him and shit like that, and then go around and ask me about why, like like why I didn't want to talk to him and why and like why I wouldn't want to go on this mud run with him like no 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 like i don't know why it made him think that 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 was a good idea but to end that story though i never talked to him again i don't i don't know what happened to him i never talked to him again i never end up seeing him at, at the rugged maniac he still hasn't talked to me part of me kind of wants to reach out though and just be like just to be funny at this point just to be toxic and yeah, I don't. Uh, what makes guys do that? That think like you know, after they just fuck up terribly. And I kind of told him he fucked up a little bit. Like, what makes him think like fucking up is gonna make some girl want them? I don't know. Let alone asking them to take a second ticket that they clearly bought for someone else. Like, no, that's not flattering. Oh, men are just interesting. I don't get it. But that is the story of the guy who just said, just give me $50. And yeah, he said, give me $50 and we'll call it even. Like, why? No, this isn't even. This is a date. You're supposed to take me out. This is a date. We never talked about it before. And then he proceeds to ask me, like, do you want to come upstairs? No, I don't want to go upstairs. Someone once told me uh, I, uh, when I told them that story, oh, you know what you should have said? I was like, what? For $50, I will. So <laughs> trying to prostitute myself out for $50. I, I would have laughed. I would have died if I actually would have said that when he said, uh, do you want to come upstairs? Yeah, if you give me $50, that dude would not know. He would have His mind would have exploded from how ridiculous that would have sounded. Oh, no. But that is another, yeah, that is the story of just give me $50 and we'll call it even. I don't know what else you guys want to hear from me, but that story is just, just awful. Now, here's the part of where I tell myself and tell you guys about how much of a piece of shit I am. I should, to be honest, I admit I'm wrong. I should have said something. I should have told him that I was interested in less instead of leading him on. But he didn't have to go to the, the length and ridiculousness that he did to try and get my attention. Men are men are interesting creatures. But 
Have you ha, what have what is some of the worst Dutch like unintentional going Dutch stories that you guys have? I would love to hear them. But that is all I have for you guys today. I know it's kind of a short episode. Last week was very long. I don't I want to try to keep these under an hour. Um so I try to make this one a little bit shorter kind of help offset that, but yeah, we'll t- see. I think Oh, why am I looking at my like my wrist like I have a watch? Because I don't have a watch. I'm tired. <laughs> but I'm going to end this episode here. Catch me in about two weeks. Like I said, this is going to be a bi-weekly podcast. Um, catch me in two weeks. Uh, let me know what story you want to hear next. Uh, we could still go with the Oofta stories. I know... I know one of my coworkers, Lisa, wants to hear that, wants me to talk about that story. Oofta. Um, so we can talk about the Oofta story, which, oh God, that's a terrible one. If you've ever had, no one should ever say Oofta during nefarious activities. It just ruins the mood. So we could hear that story, or we could hear the story about... Me taking some dude's virginity and the horrifying, the horrifying noises that, that, oh, not even the horrifying noises. Find out how, yeah, you can find out how my brother listened to someone lose their virginity. (laughs) It's, it's a very terrible story. It's very awful. It's freaking funny, though. Like, Justice reminded me of that the other day, last night. Because he actually, he was telling the guy that I am seeing, kind of, this story, this specific story, and was laughing so ridiculously hard about it. He's like, you actually did? I was like, yeah, that actually happened. He's like, oh my god. I was like, yeah, no. It was super funny. I appreciate Justice for doing that. It is definitely a funny story. Uh, But that is all I have for you guys today. I will see you in two weeks. Let me know what story you want to hear next. And thanks for listening. And bye for now.